This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Yes, a busy night in the National Hockey League. Seven games on the agenda tonight. And boy, we've seen some interesting action. More bad news for the Buffalo Sabres. You already know Jack Eichel is gone for an extended period of time with a high ankle sprain. Well, in this game tonight, Evander Kane goes heavily into the boards. He looks very, very groggy. He leaves the ice. He is not returned. So it just goes from bad to worse for the Buffalo Sabres. But we'll talk about that in a few minutes with our NHL insider for the second time this week. That's right. We've broken up Craig Button to two segments during the week for the NHL insider. He's going to join us every Monday and every Thursday at 7 o'clock. Craig, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm not so sure Vander Kane's a loss for the Sabres. That might be a capital game. <laughs> oh, now that's just mean. No, it isn't. I don't think he's a very good player. No, fair and, enough. And don't confuse and don't confuse a uh, very good player with talented player. They're two very different things. And you know, with all the with all the issues surrounding him, he, he yeah. they might be better off without him. No, I I, I I certainly understand where you're going there. On the other flip and, and side, I tell you this: lose, not having Ocposo and not having Dmitry Kulikov. Our significant losses along yeah. with Eichel. Well, that, that's that's a very very good point. And 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 Eichel, boy, high ankle sprains. You just don't know, do you, Craig? No, you don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of the things is, is and, and you hear this often, and a lot of times you, you hear that you might be better off breaking your ankle than uh, having that high ankle sprain because uh, of the of the type of stress that puts on your on your ligaments and tendons. So, you know. Uh, for Jack Eichel, I mean, he's, he's, the one thing about Jack is he, he's an elite, elite athlete. He's a thoroughbred, and, you know, he's, he's in excellent physical condition. So, you know, you hope that that can heal uh, in, a, in a, a little bit quicker than maybe somebody else. And, and, you know, at different times we've been able to see that. But at the same time, you know, the the ligaments and tendons are the same for everybody in that area. and you gotta, you, It takes time for that to heal. Well, Craig, we have to talk about what we saw last night at Rogers Place Arena. The Calgary Flames, not exactly the start they wanted last night. Uh, we thought then, the organization thought they had fixed their goaltending woes. Well, uh, that's only a one-game segment, so I don't want to throw Brian Elliott under the bus too much, but uh, that was just bad goaltending last night. The Calgary Flames never had a chance. That's exactly it, though, but that's a, that's a refrain mm-hmm. uh, that, that was uh, from last year, right? That you know, out of the game early, you know, I mean, here they are fighting back into the game uh, at three, three. And, and then, I mean, he lets in that, I mean, that's a terrible fourth goal. And I thought I, that, and, and then I thought that uh, uh, there should have been a penalty on Julian Goudreau before the McDavid penalty shot. I, I can't believe that the referees uh, missed that call. I, I just can't believe it. But that being said, Brian Elliott needs to be a whole lot better because you do not want you do not want the narrative to be the same as it was last year because it wasn't a good narrative. Yeah, so you know, again, a one game sample is 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 okay. I'm I'm not going to you know panic. I don't think anybody in the organization is going to panic. But uh, I was interested in hearing Glenn Gullickson earlier today saying at no time did he think he was going to pull the goaltender last night. I might have yanked him early because as a coach, you you sort of have a good feel if your goaltender is on or not. And you know, th- there's not a lot of discussion on who to start tomorrow night because I think they're going to go right back with Brian Elliott. Is that the right call? Well, I don't have a problem with them going right back with Brian Elliott, but I'll be straightforward with you. 
I mean, my feeling is, is last night in the game where, you know, you're playing pretty well, you're dominating the Edmonton Oilers, and your goaltender is not playing very well, get them the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Give your team a chance to win. That's a coach's job. And everybody understands it. And at the same time, you know, when I go back and I look at it, you know, you, you, you consider that, at, like, it reminded me so much of the World Junior uh, quarterfinal last year. I mean, the Finns did not have good goaltending. And Canada jumps out to nothing. The Finns tie it up. And then Canada comes right back. Yuko Yalin and says, see ya, you're out of here, right? And Dave Lowry didn't do the same thing. And ultimately, in a game where the Finns were the most vulnerable and Canada just kind of, you know, was going and throwing caution to the wind, the coach didn't help them. And tw- last night, Glenn Golson didn't help the team, period. Yeah. So he never had a thought. The question should be, why did you not have the thought? <laughs> well, that, that, that is the million-dollar question. I will say this, though. I don't think any goalie in the world would have stopped Connor McDavid on that penalty shot. That, was, that, that had me deked out. I was watching on television. No, I, 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 we're not talking about the Connor McDavid. <laughs> and that's the one I'm talking about right before that Johnny right. Goudreau. Right. There should have been a penalty on that play. Yeah. And then he comes in, he gives uh, gives a penalty shot to uh, to McDavid. I, I I thought the officials blew that one. So fair enough, you know. And, and and I'll give you credit because we talked about you know two players on Tuesday night when you joined us. We talked about Nick Grossman. You gave us his thoughts on it. And Nick Grossman had a really really tough night. He's not going to play tomorrow night. We also talked about you know where would Christopher Stieg step in to this lineup? He did start on the number one line with Goudreau and Monahan. But he didn't finish on that number one line, sort of what you suggested, Craig. He, he is what he is. And quite frankly, and I'm not trying to be like, a, 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 like Nick Grossman isn't playing Friday night. He shouldn't play any game. <laughs> He's not good enough to play. He's not an NHL player. And if you're going to keep putting him in the lineup, you're going to keep having problems. Right. So, you know what? Like, I don't get it. And I, I like, listen, I really like what Nick Grossman did in his NHL career. Now, let me emphasize his, his career because it's over. Yeah, no. I... And Christopher Stieg has never been a first-line player, so you want to keep putting square pegs in round holes. Go ahead. Yeah. You're not going to get nothing's changing at this point of these guys' careers. Should there be any positive takeaways for the Calgary Flames? I guess the two shorties last night. Well, the shorties. Like I, I thought, the Flames had some real good play. I thought Brody and Giordano had some real good play. I thought Johnny Goudreau was dangerous, and Sean Monahan. That you know, I mean, there, there was that power play sequence in the. I believe it was the second period where was it the second? Yeah, it was the second period where I don't know how they didn't get the puck uh, behind. I, I I don't know how they didn't get the puck uh, behind Cam Talbot, but they, they they had some real good plays on there. Uh, you know, I, I I think they had a lot of energy. They carried a lot of play in that second period, but the goaltender took them out of it. The the other concern I have, and I I don't want to make it a big concern, but I didn't think Dougie Hamilton had a very good night. Okay. No, and, 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 you know, he this a, team... He this... was another guy. He needs to be a lot more uh, dialed in to, mm-hmm. to, to the details. I, I, I think he gets too laissez-faire at times, and it costs the team. Yeah, it was interesting. The defensive pairings took a lot of scrutiny last night, and I know this morning at practice, you know, it looks like they're going to go back with T.J. Brody and Mark Giordano as the number one unit because th- those two have to be on the ice basically every minute that Connor McDavid is on the ice tomorrow night. Well, I mean, and, and you have the matchup. Right. You have the matchup now. Okay, last night, how many times did Connor McDavid end up against Eglund and, uh, and Grossman? Yeah, it, it was, right, it was right. embarrassing. And, 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 and you got no chance, right? But that's the problem. When you have, when you have Derek Eglund and Nick Grossman uh, in, in your lineup, 
you're, you're going to be vulnerable to another coach getting a favorable matchup. Yeah, that's uh, that's so true. I don't, blame it, I don't blame it on the players. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. But 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 the problem is is that those players cannot play against like they can't play against players like Ryan Nugent Hopkins. They're not good enough. <laughs> Craig Button is our NHL insider here on Sports Talk with Jock. Before we uh, we, we move on to some other league issues, Greg, uh, maybe just a, a quick thought on the Edmonton Oilers. Did they surprise can, you at can all? Can I make one more comment? Yeah, yeah too? go ahead, please. And, and I think I made this comment about Sam Bennett the other night, too. Sam Bennett's got to stop being a junior hockey player. <laughs> okay. He's got too many junior hockey habits. He's got to get a lot more dialed in on in terms of the fundamentals and a little bit more assertive with the puck and stop trying to make okay these little cute fancy plays yeah, that, that, that's a good point uh speaking of junior hockey players i i thought young kachuk looked pretty good last night didn't look like a junior player in my opinion but what do you think of what do you think about his performance uh, I, I, listen, <laughs> I love matthew kachuk i love everything matthew kachuk stands for the way he plays i mean i laughed with zach cassie and like he's gonna go try to pick out Matt, matthew kachuk out of a little bit of scrum that's so zach cassie and <laughs> such a phony <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I thought he had a very good game for his first ever NHL yeah. game. So, you know, at some point, like, I mean, Matthew's going to be a really good player. Uh, you know what? Like, you know, is he able to stay in the NHL, you know, past nine games at time will tell, but he's going to be a really good player. I don't think, I, I think you're going to see, you know, those growing pains in him, but, but, but he's in it. He's in it to win it. And that's the only thing he's interested in. Hey, quick comment on the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, obviously, all the pomp and circumstance going around their new arena. You knew they were going to be a fired-up team. Uh, defensively, they looked like a better team last night. I think Adam Larson added a lot to that team. I thought Chris Russell had a pretty good game as well. Um, does you know Whether or not they have enough, Craig, uh, you know, one-game sample size isn't enough. But are they trending in the right direction? I don't think they win the game if if, if, if Calgary has better goaltending and yep. Cam Talbot was left to make a lot of good saves. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to disagree with you, Josh. Yep, I, I didn't enough. think they were that good defensively. I don't. I think Sakara and all those. I I I, I don't see any top end defensemen on their team. None. Not Adam Larson. I think he runs in himself in the pro. I think Adam Larson's a nice second pair defenseman. I think he became necessary for their team in terms of trying to get better as a group. But Calgary had 20 shots on goal in the second period. Mm-hmm. That's not very good defense. No, that's uh, that's a good point. That's why you're our NHL insider, my friend. (laughs) Tell you what, we're going to take a quick time out here. If you want to talk to Craig, our phone lines are always open. 403-974-TALK, 403-974-8255. Hey, it's always just one number to text or to call. You got it. It's 403-974-8255. You can follow us on Twitter at Sports on 770. You can email me as well, jock at Newstalk770.com. Phone lines are open if you want to weigh in with our NHL insider Craig Button with us for another 15 minutes here on Sports Talk with Jock. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.